Welcome to She's So Lovely, the podcast. This is our first podcast in a series called Real Girls, featuring genuine go-getters who create, influence and empower women around the world. Our mission at She's So Lovely is to connect women, create friendships and collaborate through sharing our stories. On today's episode, you will meet Crystal Brooke, a wife and mother, influencer and businesswoman. If you'd like to have a chat or collaborate with us, then please head over to She's So Lovely on Instagram or www.shelovely.com. Thanks for listening. I'm your host, Malia Alexander, and this is the She's So Lovely podcast. Good, I'm excited to chat with you today. So exciting. So for those who don't know who Crystal is, she is a mother of three. She's a wife to Ben Mack. And if you don't follow him, you have to. He does amazing photography. Um, And she's an Instagram influencer (laughs) and a business owner. Did I miss anything? (laughs) Um, Pretty much covered it all, I think. (laughs) How do you do it? I like to keep lots of balls in the air. (laughs) (laughs) It's awesome. (laughs) Some weeks, you know what, some weeks it goes well and other weeks it's really, um, I just hold on tight and and give it the best shot that I can. But um, you know what, I think um, Ben and I always have just thought to ourselves that we never been the kind of people to settle um always been the kind of people to push forward and um strive for more out of our life and sort of squeeze the most that we can out of life so yeah on those really crazy weeks that we have sometimes I just remind myself that you know like hey this isn't what you you're not the kind of person to settle so Yeah, I love everything that you're doing and I love this this new journey that you've started. Um, you probably know like just a little bit about me, but I love that, love cheering women on and yeah. um, just empowering people to know their identity and identity and their worth. And I just think it's awesome that you are just, um, you know, doing that in your space. I think the more people that do that, the better. Yeah, thank so you well so done. much. Thank you. Yeah, it's a bit of an unknown <laughs> journey I guess um it's a little bit like it's not like you know working for someone you know your expectations Mm. you know what you have to do um but working for yourself or um stepping out in the creative field and um yeah having something that's about worth and true beauty and um valuing women isn't as easy as everyone seems to think it is I think so yeah it's it's been a bit of an unknown thing but yeah. <laughs> I'm just so thankful to you for coming on here and um all the other women that have kind of come around me and um are excited for it as well which is awesome um so I wanted yeah. to chat to and you and less potential I reckon <laughs> yeah so good um about your um Instagram influence like you've literally gone from um like you know a normal amount of followers to like 24k in like the last few months because I've been watching your journey as well and I'm just so pumped for you and excited for you because I think you're just such a good (laughs) um role model in that space as well um how have you gone with it all and how did you kind of get to where you're what you're doing now thank you um 
Well, I think I I started um, my Instagram account. I had a I had like a personal account. I just had photos of my kids and whatever. Yeah. Um, but I started my the one I use now all the time. I started it actually just as a bit of a fashion blog because um, people would often ask me, "Oh, where'd you buy that?" or like, and I just thought, "Oh, well, maybe I'll just." Um, use this as a creative outlet and um, awesome. and just post pictures of my outfits. Yeah. And so it was pretty funny, actually. A lot of people gave me heaps for it at the start and they were like, oh, you're doing the crystal pose. Like that was like <laughs> a hashtag for a while from around some of my yeah. friends. Um, <laughs> but I'm, it, it never really bothered me. It was just all in um, good fun. And I, I always just thought, well, who, who knows? We'll just see where it goes. Um, yeah, exactly. And so I've, all, I've always um, just aimed to be myself in that medium. Um, but once I had, um, once I had, now I have three girls, three daughters. So when I started, I think I had two. I had two. Mm-hmm. Um, but once I had Kobe, I just found like, there was this separation between like, yep, posting clothes that I wear, but like I'm also a mum and a wife and I felt like I um, had some, I had something to offer in that space. Um, And so I just decided to sort of incorporate it all into the one account and, you know, follow if you want, don't if you don't. Um, (laughs) And so, yeah, I just thought it made more sense for it all. Like it, it's all who I am. So um, I just thought, you know, put it all into one. And I, I really felt like that I could have something to offer that is just a positive voice and an encouraging yeah. voice to other mums because um, I'm definitely no expert, but, you know, having three kids, um, you've by the time you've had three, you've sort of seen a bit, I guess, when yeah. it comes <laughs> to being a mum and, and raising kids. So um, I always... I think in that space too like it can be an area where if you're a first-time mom like there's things you just don't want to ask people Mm, or um things that you just you just don't know where to go to help for help or um and so I guess I just always tried to like especially with my stories I try to keep them you know like our everyday life I try to make sure I include that in what I do because I think it's just nice for people to see oh like yeah Instagram is a beautiful creative space um and I love my husband and I love creating stuff like we absolutely love making videos and photos and getting our (laughs) thank you he's very talented so I'm I'm very lucky to have him around to um you know he helps a lot of my ideas come to life and he's been very good at teaching me um but like amongst all of that like there's real (laughs) <laughs> thank god for our hubby yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah but amongst all of that the beauty and or amongst all the beauty and the creativity that there is and and I think to have a beautifully curated page like the images on your page like they're curated be- beautifully um but behind that there has to be like a real message and real yeah, people exactly. and yeah like I'm just a regular person you know I'm not there's nothing really extra special about me I'm just a regular person surrounded by a lot of regular people but if you're smart about um about that and if you I guess use a bit of wisdom but there's a lot of gold in the people around you mm-hmm. maybe not everyone is um good at like maybe parenting is not their strong point, but hey, like let's draw from each other on that. And yeah. so I just, I guess I just try to use, use that 
and I hope it resonates with people. That's yeah. sort of the goal. <laughs> Definitely. I think it's awesome for um, young mums too to see not just a perfectly curated page, but they actually see the real you on your stories. Um, because I think often we can look at Instagram mm-hmm. and we're like, oh, their life is perfect. Oh, their children are perfect. Oh, their house is still perfect. Like, how are they doing it all? And we're a mess over here. So it's like awesome to see that you're bringing that real and that raw on your stories as well. And you're not just having a perfectly curated page. Um, I think I know if I was a young mum, like I would appreciate that. So I think it's awesome. Um, Yes. And my children are not perfect children. I'll just clarify that. (laughs) (laughs) Straight up. No No such thing as a perfect family. (laughs) Um, Awesome. So like with that, like, you obviously engage so much with your audience and you are really authentic on your stories. How did you get to that point? Cause I know that the easiest part is to put up the best on your Instagram. So how do you, um, I guess, come and be mm. super real with like people you don't know and like, how have you then from being authentic gathered your tribe as they say? Mm. Um, I think Look, I think it's just important to be as genuine as you can. Um, and obviously when you work with brands, there, there are certain things that you um, need to talk about. But within that, like in what I take on, I, it's something that I would want to work with. Um, but with my stories and trying to engage with people, um, I just, I think to an extent there were times where I, and I think there still is, there's times where I think, Oh gosh, I can't put a story up. I look like rubbish today. (laughs) But then I have to remind myself, well, I don't know. Like, why do I have to look, you know, like, okay, fair enough. I'm not going to have like a nest on my head. Like I just got out of bed, but, um, but you know, like, why do I have to have makeup on or I, I don't know. I think let's be real about who we are. Like it's important to show the real people behind Mm. um you know the curated photos and I like that stories is a way to do that and yeah and I just think too like that's who I am so if people don't want to follow um just because you know I don't have makeup on in my stories or because my house might be a bit of a mess behind me when I'm chatting well okay don't follow them (laughs) um and I think that helps (laughs) I think that helps build your tribe because you're not you're not trying to be somebody else yeah and build a tribe of people that aren't actually like the real you. So you just need to build a tribe of people that are like you and supportive of you. And you, that way you can be supportive of them. Yeah. Um, and I think also if you're looking, if you are looking to um, grow a page or grow a, um, grow a bit of a following um, and this is something my husband does so well. And I, I really have, um, learned from him and looked up to him the way he does this but he really engages with um, his followers and mm. he's so genuine and so lovely um, to them in the yeah. way that he engages with them and I've just oh, you know wow. I, I try to do the same I, if people take the time to comment yeah to comment or to send me a message then I you know I strive to do the same back to them I try to comment back to them or I um, you know, right back to their questions that they've sent me because I think, well, I'm I'm basically opening up that medium for them to communicate with me. Mm. So if I can't, 
send a message back like what does that say to the people around me like do I value them or not and yeah I I often have to remind myself like these people that follow me or whatever I think well I'm so grateful that they that they do or that they're interested or that they care so yeah yeah I'd love to just you know use that in a way that I can um, be genuine and inspire other people yeah that's awesome so good um, so coming back to um, your family, tell us a little bit more about um, your travels and like how you um, make all of that work. Like I've seen you go on so many cool holidays and you've got three little ones and um, just from like seeing my friends with little kids going on plane rides and stuff is a little bit daunting. Um, how do you, do you have any like tips and tricks for like young parents? Like um, how do you do it and like enjoy every minute? yes this is a question I get asked often because we do a lot of travel um and I think travel has been a big part of who Ben and I are like ever since ever since we were together like it's just been part of what we do we travel and um before we even got married we always used to talk about that you know if we got married and had kids that we would take them on a journey and show them the world around us. So I think underlying everything, all the travel that we do, that is at the, um, like that's the core reason and the core mm. value that we have as part of our family makeup. And so, so when we travel, if there's things that are hard, like, you know, when we flew to Thailand last year, um, on the way over there, Kobe slept for like 40 minutes. So like oh, wow. out of nine hours, she slept about 40 minutes. And I, so I was just like, oh, my gosh. Oh my but, um, but then I thought, well, we've, we always try to remind ourselves, well, we made the choice. Mm. Like kids don't decide to go get on a plane. Like we make the choice to take them. And so, so then we just, we just make it work, you yeah. know, like, and we try to, when we go on holidays, we try not to over plan. Yeah, we try not to overplan what we do. So we try to um, have like a few set activities we want to do, but then leave space either side um, to just see how the kids are and see if we need to take them to a park or to the beach. Or and we we work that into our holiday. So we don't Inflexible. let them run the holiday, but we also remember that like that's part of like their memories that they're going to make. What do I want them to remember? And I think about when I'm a kid and when we went on family holidays, um, that the memories I have were things like um, my dad taking us to this park and pushing us on the swings or the beach we used to go to. And so um, it's not about them dragging us from here to there or us buying them um, souvenirs or any of that. It's much more about the time that we spend together and so if that means it's a bit of downtime and we get a takeaway coffee and take them to the beach or something yeah. like that, um, yeah, we just we try to really make it uh, not jam-packed with activities and leave um, breathing room for the kids. Mm. Um, and that helps us, like, travel with them and, and cope, I guess. That's awesome. Yeah. So good. Well, you need a medal. Because... If that answers your question. <laughs> hopefully I dream of doing that one day too but I don't know how I'll go (laughs) 
we'll, we'll um, cross that bridge when we mm. get there. But um, yeah, <laughs> I have to say too, I think that um, I think sometimes people stress out about it more than what they need to. They're like, oh my gosh, holidays with kids, <laughs> and they panic about it. But um, but it's actually it's so refreshing and so nice to take time away from your routine as a family yeah. and break the routine. And like, honestly, they, they are my absolute fondest memories where we're away together as a family, even if it's just sitting, watching sunset on the beach, it's those times where, you know, we can just forget about, um, you know, school runs and homework and, um, (laughs) or just like anything else. And it's just us in a beautiful place. Um, and you know, the love that we have for each other. And I just think that you can't, you can't put a price on that. Yeah. And, <laughs> and I it's think, worth investing into. It's worth. And I think, um, sorry to cut you off <laughs> with the delay. Um, but I think that travel no. is just so <laughs> important um, in growth as well. Like I know that I've moved like four times or something from mm. Tasmania to Sydney to Melbourne. And um, I've also traveled like overseas a few times. And it honestly like makes you grow up and makes you see other cultures and like you learn so much from that so I think that Mm. um teaching your kids when they're young is just so awesome like I think that that's gonna do amazing things for their confidence and um being able to relate to different people and yeah I think it's awesome I was just gonna say this world is so it's so beautiful Mm. you know this world is a place that I feel like um it's changing so much so quickly. And so um, I just wanted, I wanted, I want to see it with my kids. I don't want them to do it after. I want them to be with me. I want to be part of their experience of seeing the world too. So yeah. 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 It's a cool way to look at it. Tell me where you went this weekend or last weekend. Yeah. So um, (laughs) we went, we went up to scenic world Um which is up in the Blue Mountains, um, out just out of Sydney. I think it's about an hour and a half from the CBD. Um, and we went up there and we went to a launch of their new sculptures that they have. Um, so when you go into Scenic World, you can catch the railway down and they've got like a boardwalk. And previously they've had things like um, a dinosaur exhibition and lots of different things. But at the moment they've got some sculptures there. Um, and it was really interesting. So we went up for the launch of that, um, just for, we just went for one night and took the kids and, um, and it was lots of fun. Yeah. yeah. It looked it awesome. It didn't look like it was in Sydney. But to be invited to go. Mm. Didn't? No. I thought you went somewhere like. Yeah. Well, <laughs> somewhere like Tasmania. Yeah. <laughs> it's beautiful down there. It is yeah. nice. Have you been to Tasmania? Yeah. yeah. No, I have. Yeah, I've been. Um, when I was younger, I went. Um, but I'm actually headed back there with a few girlfriends in July. So I'm excited for that. Oh, it's going to awesome. be fun. Yeah. Girls weekend away. <laughs> oh, good. So my last question would be, um, you've talked a lot about, um, like being authentic and being genuine on your stories. Um, do you have any more like tips for people who are trying to do something creative or trying to start a business and they're not really sure how to start or they don't, they don't believe in themselves to start. Do you have any like Mm -hmm. tips for starting or along the way? Like, cause obviously, um, you always have hiccups, you always fail. Yeah. Um, but like, how do you, how did you kind of keep going? Mm-hmm. And- 
make it work, I guess. Yeah. Um, I think if you have an idea, then, you know, like I, I once heard it said that any idea is a God idea. And I love that thought that, you know, like God's given us a brain and he's given us dreams and plans. He, he's the one that puts them inside of us. And I think, um, when that happens, like we then have a responsibility, like how are we going to answer to that? And so if you do have an idea that you want to, um, you know, pursue, whether it's something creative or a business, I think go for it. Like never know until you try. And you know what, if you try and you fail, there is some gold in that. Like there's gold in that because there's ways, things for you to learn. Um, you learn probably learn things about yourself. You'll learn thing, things about other people. Um, you might meet people along the way. And I just think you don't want to live your life saying, oh, I, I should have done that or I wish I did that. I think we just get one shot at this. And mm-hmm. so um, we've got to, like, give it a go. We've got to be willing to give it a go. And I think, honestly, I think, you know, sometimes – you know, 50% of it is just backing yourself, just backing yourself to give it a go, give it a crack. Um, We can be our own worst enemy sometimes with that. And so just to to back yourself, give it a go, um, find a couple of people that will cheer you on and will be like really good, you know, like people that will speak life into what you're doing and be maybe ahead of you in what you do. And even if it's not somebody that you could physically talk to, but Maybe it's somebody that you sort of aspire to or that you feel really um, inspire you by what they do. Like get their books, read their books, read, listen to their podcasts, read their website or, or their blogs and, and just go for it. I think that it's partly our responsibility, the dreams and plans and ideas we have. It's our responsibility to make them happen because, you know, I always say like it's not just going to arrive on a silver platter like here is your successful business or you know what I mean? Yeah. I think you've got to, um, you, you have to set your foot, you set your foot first and then God will meet you there and, um, and he will provide a way, but it takes us, you know, we have to do some of the work to get there. So I think I would say definitely go for it. Don't live your life saying what if, or I wish I had. And there's this quote from a movie that, I've loved for years. It's um, the movie is called Dream for an Insomniac. It's got Jennifer Aniston in it. Super, super that. old, very nineties. And <laughs> I don't know if it ever got to the movies. I only ever saw it like on a VHS. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, but <laughs> there's this quote right at the opening of the movie, and it, it has stuck with me. I was probably like fourteen or fifteen when I first ever heard this, and yeah, it has wow. stuck with me my whole life and it says if we settle for anything if we settle for anything then we're doomed like Mm. and she says my biggest fear in life is being mediocre and I just thought oh my gosh that's me like I don't want to have a mediocre life I don't want to have a safe life I don't want to have like a um you know just a nine to five and nothing else life I want to go for whatever life has to offer me whatever is possible and, and I want to show my kids as well, like, like you dream big kid, like yeah. <laughs> anything is possible. And I think too often we limit ourselves. We, we limit ourselves before we even set our foot anywhere. We've talked ourselves out of something. And, um, and I just that. think, <laughs> no, 
stuff that, <laughs> yeah. stuff that, you know, like we've got to go for it and, um, and dream big. So. Thanks so much for listening girls and stay tuned for our next episode on She's So Lovely, the podcast.